Yo, did I tell you that Chris Angel uh, hit me up and was like, yo, homie, you want to chill? Did you say no? All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Rise Up Podcast. It's good to see you again. It's good to have you back. It's been an exciting week. You awake? Oh, oh yeah, I'm awake. Fun fact, guys, we were supposed to start this podcast an hour earlier, and I called Graham. I was like, let's do the podcast. No answer. So I Facebook messaged him. No answer. So I texted him. No you answer. Facebook messaged me? I Facebook, I did everything. I, I hit you up on every communication line, but I knew Grant was just taking a nap. And I, I got to respect that, dude. Naps are healthy. Uh, are you alive? What, what, are you waking up? Why aren't you replying to me? Because I am proving, I'm exposing you to the camera right now that you never actually... Messaged you on Facebook? Yeah, you never actually messaged me on Facebook. Whatever, you know what? You know why you Freaking can't liar. bring you can't bring me down. You know why you can't bring us down? Cause look what we got in the mail today. Grant's up in New York, so he hasn't seen get? it in person yet. But from our very own viewer, AJ Jackson, our very first ever Rise Magic fan art. We what he does Dude, is he, he spray paints does spray paint art with like it's hard to explain. Um, maybe Grant can screen record his Instagram and show you what he does to make these. Yeah. But it's really cool looking and I cannot wait to put it up on the wall. Maybe we can make a photocopy of it so we both have one. Because it's be good. So be fresh. Good. So huge shouts to AJ Jackson for sending that over to us. We don't have a P.O. box. Shout out, AJ. But if um if you guys ever want to send fan art, whether it be digital or in person, I am more than excited to take like put that in the video because man, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, it's honestly incredible. He's all with Las Vegas stuff. too. Dang. What were we saying? That's something else. I was gonna say we hit a big milestone today. Thirty thousand subscribers. Thirty k. Picture the loading bar. Thirty percent. Thirty. I like it. It's just a matter of time and how long it takes the processor to load that hundred percent. I have to figure out how. Um, how douchey I want to be on Instagram. No, I'm kidding. I would never do that. Are you gonna are you gonna like humble brag about it? Kind of want to. Just to let everyone know that I'm better than them. No, no that's I'm uh, <laughs> it's a little harsh. No, I'm kidding. Uh I wanna do that. I I might make a small post on my own Instagram. Uh Swag. we're gonna we have to make something for the Rise Instagram just to thank everyone. Yeah. Because like probably... I'm joking around right now, but like it's honestly insane. Mm-hmm. And like I have that app that allows you to constantly check like how many subscribers you have, and mm-hmm. it's just create like right now I refresh it and went it from thirty thousand twenty two to thirty thousand twenty three. That means that someone in the world right now is like stumbled across our videos. I was like, you know yeah. what? These guys seem pretty cool. I'm going to click the subscribe button because I want to see more in the future. Mm-hmm. And like that blows my mind. Just no, that know, number going up one point is crazy. Even because there are times Every when we grow time. faster and grow slower. And even the times where we're growing slow, there was at one point in January we were only getting like 15 subscribers a day. And now we're mm-hmm. back up to like 70 a day. But when we we're getting 15 a day, I was like so down. But I was like, that's still 15 people out there who decided yeah. to subscribe, you know? And like the thing that's surprising to me is how consistently it goes up throughout the day. Like there's not a point in the day where it goes up like 
30 or 40 it's like oh yo yo you reminded me okay so you know how we're gonna we're gonna do all the shouts out all the shouts out of all the people who commented processing or something like that in the last week's podcast yeah. we're gonna shout you guys all out and answer your questions but you know what we're doing for this week you know what i decided and you remind me of it all you got to do what is do comment doing? down below where you're from i want to know you're where you're listening to or watching this from yeah i think that would be so cool so yeah do that, and you'll but get now, a shout-out in next week's video. But now I forget what I was in the middle of saying. You were um, saying that it always steady goes up no matter what time of day it is. Yeah, because, like, I can go there and, like, refresh it. Usually every, like, 10 minutes or so, it'll go up one or two. Mm-hmm. There's never a point in time where it goes up, like, 20 or 30. Dude, I might buy one of those live subscriber clocks. Do you know what I'm talking about? Don't do that. That's the douchiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, I'm not going to put in a video. <laughs> Yeah, I hate I like the it. people who like put those and like put it right behind them. Oh in yeah, videos. Yeah. I'm like, mm. I'm not gonna lie though. I think no. it's pretty cool. <laughs> they are cool, but yo, they are cool. Except they're like a hundred dollars. Oh, for real? Never mind. Yeah, they're they're not they're not cheap. Well, actually, I just saved Segway. I just saved thirteen hundred dollars today. Nice. You know how? If you remember I last week's podcast, I switched back to PC. I switched back to PC, and what's funny is because the video we posted on Thursday, I was teaching how to do the cinemagraph, and I did all the work on a Mac, and I hated it. Yeah. But now, sitting right next to me, right next to the fan art, is a brand new Oof. Asus ZenBook Pro, which is about a thousand three hundred dollars cheaper than the Mac, and it'll work a lot better for me for what I need to do. So I'm really excited about that. But what's funny. Is when you I can got buy 13 of the subscriber clocks. <laughs> when I got um, when I got it in the mail, I haven't turned it on or opened it yet because it's frozen solid. I'm actually really worried about it. Like they must have been keeping yeah. it in a freezer at the warehouse or just outside because this thing is frozen solid. So I'm kind of waiting for it yeah. to thaw out before I fire it up. It really should be fine. Like I've had my laptop in pretty cold temperatures before and it's been mm-hmm. completely fine. Those things can take a beating. All right, yo. Oh, yeah. So I've been scrolling through the comments of last week's podcast, and I have a great question. Um, let me make sure it's the right one here. Okay, so we're going to go through and shout out everyone who commented the processing. But first, I want to shout out Hillbilly Summers because he had a great question that Grant, I don't think he knows about it yet. So we're going to get his insights. I've kind of thought about what I'm going to say already, but here we go. Hillbilly Summer says, greetings and salutations. First off, I want to tell y'all how much I appreciate the time and effort you give us to teach us how to handle a deck of cards. You guys are hands down my favorite channel on YouTube. Your videos are the highest quality and demonstrate a high proficiency, but not the flashiness of look how great I am. Mentality displayed by other YouTube channels. Which leads me to the question that has eaten at me ever since I started cardistry. How do you practice cardistry in an open setting without looking like you are attempting to show off? To clarify my meaning of an open setting, I mean a place where people can watch you, but not that you are performing for them, like before a scout meeting or in a church van. With my lousy skills, I need to practice as much as I can get, but I don't want to look like a person who tries to show off, but has absolutely no skill whatsoever. Because these people are the worst, no pun intended. Should I stick my hands under the table, or just not practice at all, or just not give a hoot? Your friend Hillbilly. Hashtag appreciation squad, hashtag processing. Not give a hoot at all. That's what, yeah. Not give a hoot. Like, the worst thing that can happen is someone, like, no one's going to come to you and be like, you show off, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm just practicing something. Like, uh, 
I can tell you what it is, um, but just like be humble about it. Um, don't like go up in public, like go right in someone's face and just start doing a card spring right in front of their face and then mm-hmm. drop the cards on them. Of course, no one's going to like that, but yeah, don't care. Um, yeah, there's a, yeah, I practiced on a, I used to practice like there was one class um, and what I would do is in class, because it was such a big class, this is my freshman year of college. I used to practice my pinky count underneath the table. So like there are some moves that you can practice completely incognito, but I would not, I think the most, uh, what stops people from uh, not to get all deep right away, but what stops people from achieving what they want to achieve is caring about what other people think they are or what they want to achieve. 100% true. The most powerful skill in life is not caring what people think at all. Yeah. Well, because let's look- say, let's say, let's say you practice like all the time, like all day long. It's all you care about. Some people might say that like, say like, oh, that kid's weird. He's always doing cardistry. Like he's always doing these things. Mm-hmm. Like he's always like throwing a deck of cards around and dropping them. Like what's this kid's problem? They can think that. Who cares? Yeah. At the end of the day, like you're working on improving something. Exactly. And if it's like you want to do, you can't let it bother you. And uh, what was the one thing I saw where um, basically Jalen Rose, this basketball player, was talking about how like you you have to not care about what anybody thinks besides like the people who say they love you. So if like yeah. your mom makes a comment or like, hey, stop practicing cards at the dinner table. We're trying to have a family dinner. Then maybe you should chill out with it. But besides, like, yeah. the people who are close to you, you need to be completely ignorant of what people think about you because then you're never going to end up being what you want to be. You're going to end up being what they want you to be. Preach. Very true. Preach. But shout out to Hillbilly yeah. because... Shout out Processing. It's always awesome when someone says we're their favorite YouTube channel because I'm like, there's a lot of cool YouTube channels out oh, there. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, All right. that's... So... Yo, can I... Yeah. Just to, because I went and Googled how to say true in Spanish and it wasn't fair, fair day. It was, uh, gosh, I'm forgetting it now. It starts with a C. Um, but there is another way to say true what? that our dude Camilo Irbarn, uh, said. He said true is verdad. So it was very close. Oh, it sounds like, um, sounds like verified. Like, I bet you that's where the English word comes from. This is based on Latin. But Veridaz kind yeah. of sounds like Verify. My dude. My dude, Camilo. Dude, he's the man. Yeah. All right. So well, I'm going to start at the bottom of the appreciation squad. We might have to do the processing, shout outs, all that stuff. We might have to find a different way to do it besides addressing every single one of the podcasts that might make the podcast very, very long. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to try and make this quick. Of course, we got the homie Patrick Weir says, um, Speaking of which, could you guys make a tutorial on how you guys edit videos and plan to make my own pretty soon? And you guys are some of the best at it. Thanks. Appreciation squad processing. Patrick, guess what? We already got one made. Uh, I posted it back in July. It's a two-part series on how to film and how to edit cardistry videos or magic videos. So go ahead and peep that if you guys are interested in that. Then we got, got Matthew Torres. Dude, he's saying that he's got to try the frozen Pop-Tarts. Definitely a must-do. Wait, where are you um, reading from so we can do this in order? The bottom up. No, you're not. 
The next is Dan Pizza. Oh no, I'm sorting by, I'm sorting by the top comment. Whoops. Unbelievable, Grant's an amateur. I'll do the next one, then you you'll be on Max Diamond number three. All right, so Dan Pizza says, if you're in Philly, go check out what's available at Micro Center in St. David's. I bought an MSI gaming laptop there for Dang. a fraction of the price of a Mac, and it kills. They have better prices on Amazon and lots of stuff. Am I still eligible for a shout-out if I type processing or something 76 related? Let me know. You played yourself. You did. I know he did type processing. it. I think that's what he was trying to do, though. But, yo, that's wild. I know. That's so crazy, like, Dan. Go ahead, Grant. I've... I've gone to that micro center at least like seven times. When yeah, I built me and Grant computer, have both been at that micro center there. so many times. Yeah. So maybe one yeah. day we can meet up there. <laughs> yeah. But now this is next to you, Grant. Oh, yes. So. Um, dead air, dead air, dead air. Actually mentioned. Matthew Torres is actually next this time. No. Says, Love the new pre- he's not. So, what do you mean? Oh, you're only doing the people who said processing. Yeah, isn't the point? Grant Savage. I was gonna say everyone, but all right, you go, you go, Matthew Torres. I'm gonna give a shout out to Max Diamond and Khalid Ahmed for commenting, um, but not yeah. doing processing. <laughs> like I'm gonna comment back to them, but true. All right, um, Matthew Torres said he wants to try the frozen pop tarts. Let us know if you did, because I think they're pretty good. Um, pretty clutch of course Camilio Irabarn as I just said uh, we got Apatouche I think that's how you say the name okay I'll, um, do you want to read the comment or you want me to or you got it it's a long comment I was just skimming through it to see if there's any highlights uh, oh I'm reading this it's a good one Okay, go for it. He says, hey guys, I love the podcast. It's my favorite part of the weekend. I usually don't comment on videos, but I want to say that the video channel did by the Riffle Fan. I don't remember if it was last week or the other one, but it helped me a lot. Before the video, I struggled with the move, couldn't even reach half the fan with the cards falling out. But now with those tips, I can actually do it. I still need a polish remove and make it look awesome, but I want to say thanks to you guys. Thank you. Keep the great work. Hashtag appreciation squad. So, Apatuk. What a dude. It's awesome when I read comments like that because it makes me feel a lot better about myself when I stand in front of a camera for an hour in my room and then edit it for three hours, all about the Riffle Fan. And knowing that it made one person be able to do it makes me feel good. Very true. All right. And Camilo did pro- comment later on that uh, processing. So go Emer- ahead. says, says, I love the podcast processing. We love you, Emery's. Blaine, Blaine Butler, Butler says, yeah. no problem with a shout out. Okay, Blaine Butler. That reminds me, though, Grant. He commented yeah. on our most recent video, the one on how to make the gifts out of Carstry, and he had a question for us. So I figured it was oh, a really? good one for us to answer since we saw his comment there, and he said processing. Blaine Butler had this question for us. You should talk about prom advice in your next podcast. There are girls out there who need dates, but I don't know how to not be awkward. Also enjoyed the video. All right, Grant, you got any advice? Awesome. Yeah, um, I would say that the first, as we talked about before, try not to care so much at the event. Like if you have in your head like, oh man, I'm going to be awkward. I hope I'm not awkward. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You're going to be awkward. I'm sorry. It's uh, just one of those things that like going in with your attitude in a certain way, you often fulfill your own prophecies. Like if you think that you might be awkward. Mm Mm-hmm. Oftentimes you are going to be so because that's the mindset you're going in there with. That's what you're trying to avoid. 
And so nine times in 10, since that's what you're thinking about, that's going to happen. And so if something awkward does happen, um, you're not going to be as well equipped to just kind of go like, aha, oh, well, and then just move on to the next thing and be cool about it. Since you've been worrying so much about being awkward, once something awkward does happen, which it usually does in any social situation, it's not something to worry about if something awkward happens. Mm -hmm. um, you like most of the time people will just be like, oh, that's funny, not a big deal. But since you've been worrying about that, you're going to take that awkward moment and see it as proving what you've been uh, worrying about. See, like, oh, you're gonna see, I knew I was going to be head. awkward. You're going to amplify it. You're not going to be able to react to it normally how you should. And it overall is just negative. So go into the event with the like idea like, hey, this isn't the, bit, the worst thing that's going to happen in the world. In two years, no one's really going to remember this. I'm just here to have fun. I'm here to make sure that she has fun. And we're just going to have fun together. But All yeah. right, you really I know like that you went to there. about 17. Yeah. All right, yeah. I know I... that you went to about 17 different prompts. So I'm sure you have a little bit more advice than I. All right, Blaine. Listen up, real, listen real close, man. I went to seven proms. Now, here's the things that you got to keep in mind when it comes to prom, is that you know if someone's gonna say yes. You do ahead of time, or at least you should. Now, the only time you might not know that is if you're trying to maybe like ask the most popular girl in the school who's like a senior and you're a freshman. I know it's impossible. Basically what I'm saying is, have if you if you already kind of know what the answer is, there is still some nerves in doing it, but I would not worry about them saying no, especially if they need a date and it's getting time. I'm assuming at this time of year, prom's getting like a month away. So if a girl needs a date, I highly doubt she's going to turn you down. Now, here's another tip on not getting turned down is be extra. With all my promposals, as they might call them, I went crazy with them and made a scene, which uh, girls love when they get a lot of attention. So what I did, especially if whatever you do is going to be good for the Instagram game. Exactly. So one time I, I built an igloo in my backyard and then there was snow and I spelled out prom and Christmas lights in the snow and then brought the girl outside when it was dark out and then turned the Christmas lights and prom illuminated from the snow. Then for another one, I made like this psych poster and I forget what it said. Shoot. Grant talk. It's on my Instagram. It said um, something along the lines of like, uh, I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I'm finding I forget it. what you said. It's but fill, fill time. The first one, back. the very first one that you talked about, the snow, the Christmas lights in the snow. If you're around the snow area, feel free to copy that because that looked great on the gram. Yeah. She was able to post that. Sharon was able to post that. And people were like, oh my gosh, that is so cute. He's amazing. Like, uh, all that type of stuff. The second okay. one, just a poster. The poster's not ever going to be bad yeah like you can do a cute picture together oh, wait wait i, I just forgot something you have to have flowers when you ask her this is not oh, a non-negotiable yeah. so see i got this picture uh i doubt maddie anderson will ever see this podcast or this so i don't really i'm holding up my phone hopefully my camera focuses it looks like it is so basically it was a psych promposal she was a big psych fan so i brought her flowers i said maddie pram because they made a joke about that in Psych one time, saying prom like pram. Then I have Gus saying, you know that's right. And then Sean Spencer saying, I've heard it both ways. So, you know, legendary promposals. Yeah. 
And then, true. what was the third one you did? Okay, well, there was a few few more that were not as epic, so I won't include them. I mean, I still went over the top, but one time I did a scavenger hunt with like 20 clues all over the neighborhood for one girl, and then it all ended with the location was where I was, and I was dressed like a magician and had a key hidden inside a flash paper and like levitated the flash paper and lit on fire and like a key fell out of the air. It was sick. Maybe I'll make a YouTube video about it one time. Yeah. And so that looked great on the gram too. Just True. putting it out there. So yeah, Blaine, but, um, if they need a date, I wouldn't worry about getting denied. I would just try and be confident and be a gentleman, bring flowers and give her a lot of attention, make her feel special. And I doubt she'll say no. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if she says no, yeah, who cares? Who cares? Exactly. Couple, yeah. Like a couple people at work at not work. What am I talking about? A couple people at school might tease you if they're mean spirited people, but you just know like, Hey, I'm sorry that their parents didn't love them and I'm just going to <laughs> continue to be myself. Really coming from the <laughs> neck there. It's a little rough. I mean, they're coming from a boy's neck, so. All right. Um, so next we have SNM who says, yo, I'm still rocking my that Asus Zen book. Thing has done me well. Well, SNM. Asus Zen book is incredible. Check it out, man. I am now on board with a brand new Asus Zen book. So I'm excited to edit Monday's video on that. Yeah, but it's crazy that you watch the podcasts. Thank you. Mm. Um, Anurist, I think that's how I'm spelling it. He said he's so happy he started this podcast channel. Love it. Thank you so much. We love you. Uh, AJ Jackson commenting again, saying that he's working on some art right now. There we go. Well, like we just got it. We got it he's right saying, now. Sadly, but what's crazy is that he's in basic training, so he's not going to be able to see any yeah. of our videos for eight weeks. So. AJ Jackson, when so, you're watching this eight weeks down the line, dude, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Um, Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for your service. And we'll have to make a mark on our calendar eight weeks from now that whatever return, whenever we think he's about to be returning, we got to give him a super special shout out in one of the podcasts. For sure, man. Um, all right. Luke Wallace says, do you like pancakes? Yes. I like pancakes. Do you like French toast? And yeah. I like, yes, French I like French toast. Do, 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 do. Can't wait to get a mouth. Waffles. Do, 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 do. And we got two she's Azad. He says, I would love to be on the podcast one day. You guys are my friends. Grant follows my Instagram. We are now true boys. Yes, we are. <laughs> but he said um, processing. I'm a Knicks fan and I want LeBron to New York, not the Sixers. So his invitation to be on the podcast is revoked. Sixers fans only. Yeah. Sorry, man. But, <laughs> That's one thing that I've thought about, like, would, is, like, what we ever do, um, uh, guests or interviews or stuff like that. Oh, we need people that to be I'm, on the podcast eventually. Yeah, eventually. It'd be fun. I just um, want to build it up more first before we bring other people on, but I think it'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, even, even if we want to do it with you in New York, you don't want me on the podcast for a week and you just do an in-person podcast with someone awesome at your work or vice versa, because yeah. I know you're going to get some cool people come into work that you could possibly do a podcast with if you think about it yeah for sure um for sure now we got timo h saying appreciation squad processing uh he said hey you guys talked about saving time your last project i came out across polyphasic sleep some time ago maybe you want to check it out sometime i think i've heard of that what you're talking about it's not something i want to really trifle with right now but what is it i think if it's what I'm thinking of. You I have keep to talking. It. I'm going to look it up. And, it, and I might be completely wrong, but it's where like you sleep for a half an hour every four hours or something like that. And like, it's just like really intense sleep. 
so that like you're getting your full amount of sleep, but you're really only sleeping uh, for like two or three hours a day. But like because of the way that you train yourself to sleep, uh, you're completely fine. All right, dude. Like I, th- I th- I'm looking this up. So the idea behind this sleep schedule is to gain waking hours by sleeping the total of just three hours and six portions distributed equally throughout the day. There yeah, are many variants right. of the scheme, so it's exactly what you're saying. That's so cool. But I have heard that like if you mess up, like and you like miss a half an hour, or like it like it can mess you up. Like if you don't do it 100 percent right, yeah. it can really mess you up. And they say not, you can when you're first trying it. Um, really lose your alertness. Yeah. Um, dude, this is fascinating, yeah. dude. Thank you, Timo. Thank you for looking me into this stuff. I mean, I don't, don't think do I'm gonna it, do it because I don't know if. But I'm just I'm scrolling through my uh, the Mac that I'm returning right now, and wow, this is interesting stuff. So you basically yeah. sleep in six groups of twenty minutes throughout the day. Yeah, it's wild. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we move on. Most people are monofastic sleepers, meaning they get all the rest in one long chunk, typically at night. Polyfastic sleepers, I don't know if that's how you say it, meanwhile, snooze in short bursts throughout the day instead of sleeping all night. There are many different polyfastic sleep schedules according to the polyfastic society, but one of the most popular involves a longer core sleep, anywhere from 90 minutes to 6 hours, supplemented by 20-minute naps. The length of the core sleep and the number of naps varies, but people on the schedule spend a total of three hours, three to seven hours of sleep. Another schedule consists of only 20 minute naps space throughout the day, totaling two to three hours of shut-eye per day. You know what's crazy yeah. though? Is that that's not far off from what kids in school do already. Yeah, that is true. Because in high school, I would probably sleep, in high school, my high school started at 7 a.m., so if I wanted yeah. to like take a shower before school and stuff, I would wake up at 5.30. And actually for a little bit in high school, I used to work up at 4.30 to work out and then take a shower and then go to school and then go to basketball practice in the afternoon. I was on my grind. But yeah. you're only getting like five hours of sleep and then what you would do is you'd always take a nap right when you got home. So I guess in high Never school, I would sleep for five hours and take a two hour nap every day. Yeah, which is, you're getting around seven hours. I don't know if that like... Yeah, additively works but yeah um all right let's let's move on yeah, that was a really cool comment yeah. though yeah it was a really cool comment thank you very much team in fact let me just take uh, a second to say that these comments rather than just getting your shout out and maybe we should make it so if you want topics or questions discussed in the pod so in the future we can take timo's question and really dive in and prepare and talk about that sleep schedule thing yeah. so that's pretty cool so yeah, when you comment for this week, say where you're from and say topics or questions you have for next week's pod. All right, Grant, you got it. All right. Dashi Sindelani. I think that's how you... Da, Dashi Sindelani. I believe that might be it. I uh, said, so love your vids and watch as soon as you upload. You can tell me how to help my friend elevate his sleight of hand. How did I, Grant, teach you Chandler? Basic stuff just as he began his journey in magic and can't even do a double lift properly. Um, well, I will say that when it comes to teaching magic, like it just takes time. They're not going to be, uh, then you're not going to be able to help them go from like complete nub to David Blaine in one day. Mm -hmm. It takes time and like 
especially with stuff like the double lift, it's just doing it over and over again and really practicing it and just be encouraging to them, allow them to form for you. Uh, give them constructive criticism saying like, hey, that was great, but your double lift didn't look as natural as it could. So just work on that and stuff along those lines. Yeah. And um, really encourage them to develop a repertoire of two or three really good tricks that they can do. And then put those together as a routine and practice that. And then as he gets more confident with it, likes it, um, they can learn more. But that's how I'd go without it. In fact, I would even say that when you're first teaching them, try and teach them self-working tricks that require no sleight of hand because that can help them yeah, work on their performing great. and then they can work on their sleight of hand while they perform with the you know, self-working tricks because there are people who have made a whole career out of self-working tricks because there's so many of them. In fact, Very true. I'm not going to name this guy by name because he's a friend of ours and this isn't an insult and Grant, you know who I'm talking about. But this magician yeah. friend we have has, when I say he has no sleight of hand, he has none. He has absolutely no sleight of hand skill, but he can wipe the floor with people because he knows so many incredible self-working tricks. Grant, you know who I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. But yeah, that's a very, very good point. You don't uh-huh. need sleight of hand. It's just fun. In my opinion, sleight of hand magic's more fun, but... Very true. Now, we already talked about hillbillies earlier on. We're going on to Anuruth, the magician. He says, Grant... And he has commented before, but I like this uh, comment. It says, Grant, can you do a riffle fan? Chandler, can you do torque? I'd be happy to know. The answer is, I can do a riffle fan, just not very well. Something that I practice every now and then. And the answer on my end would be, I can do torque, but not very yeah. well. <laughs> and I th- you know what? I've actually talked to people about this and uh, like magician friends. I'm like, yeah, me and Grant actually don't do lots of the same stuff, but I think that's good. Yeah, like anything that you know really well, I don't really have an interest in learning because um, just yeah. in terms of what we do, uh, unless you want to get us, like with the Anaconda, us both doing it at the same exact time, uh, I think we can mm-hmm. get a lot more uh, stuff going on in our videos if both me and you are doing different things. Like it can help it be a lot more variety and stuff like that. Exactly. It's hard for me to get motivated to learn Centipede or any of other Grant's two hand cuts like Olive when I know I could practice it for the next eight years and Grant would still be better at it because he's been doing it for 12. Yeah. So it's just kind of like why why do that when I have my own two-handed cuts and he has his own two-handed cuts and that kind of makes things interesting for videos like a Karshi battle and even a Karshi battle round two oh, yeah. in the future. Karshi battle 2018 teaser. <laughs> teaser? It'd be funny if that one got like two views. Yeah, Jeez. it would be funny. All right, last comment is from Jacob Mayfield. He says, maybe you should consider buying a computer with better processing speeds so you can watch LeBron to Philly more easily. And Sharon went and did just that. First, way ahead of you, first off. Second off, LeBron is coming to Philly. He is. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching it. All right, you want to move over to oh, memes yes. now? No, I had something. That, Do you want right. to start it off? Grant, I'm going to need you to not be low energy Jeb Bush right there. Why? Let's let's redo that. I'm kidding. Because I was like, all right, let's move the memes. And I, I want the listeners to go back. Maybe just sound like from you, like, oh, yeah. I was looking for mine right now. Oh, like, okay. there's a couple. There's I have one a great that meme. I, I want to use, but I can't. It's too bad. I need to show you afterwards. Um, okay. I think you've already seen it, but uh, yeah. Anyway, do you have one? Wait. Yeah, I have one. I thought I bookmarked it. Twitter has a new bookmark feature, but oh my gosh, I'm going to scroll back in the group chat. Yeah. 
Oh, I know. Um, what you- basically, I'll start explaining what mine is. Mine is pandas. I have it right here. And <laughs> it says, <laughs> no wonder these dumb-a- these dummies are endangered. These dumb butts are endangered. And this is a two-minute. Grant can put some highlights on the podcast if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud. You got to go on YouTube and click on this link. Grant will link it in the description. This is one of the funnier videos I've ever seen. It's just a compilation video of pandas falling down and being klutzes. That's it. It's fantastic. Now, <laughs> um, oh, gosh. But... Um, you got anything, man? I did. I'm looking for it. Oh, this is so... Uh, yeah. I don't want to like this. Kids, this is what we call lack of preparation. When you're doing schoolwork and stuff, you're going to want to be prepared. You know what? You know what a great phrase is? You know what? No, no, no. I've got to save my phrase for the rise up segment. Yes, but I got one right Shoot. now. Shoot. No, I'm struggling. This you one got just, it? Uh, it just made me giggle. It was something that I came across. But it says, finally, a decent sequel. And like you open it and it says like, uh, Holy Bible 2, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen that. I just looked at it, it. Like, Holy Bible 2, Tokyo <laughs> The whole Fast That's and Furious, uh, the whole Fast and Furious movie series is just a giant meme because it's just amazing. Because it's just, they don't mm-hmm. care. They don't care about being realistic. They don't care about anything else. They're just like, you know what? Let's just take a bunch yeah. of cars and let's just throw them out of plane. Let's just like. I remember in Fast 7. Oh, shoot, dude. I want to talk about Black Panther with you. Can you please watch I that need movie? To, yeah. I'll do it. Um, I have because off on Saturday. I'll just go with myself to the movie theater, and wait. Really? Yeah. I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to spoil what my take is on it, but I don't know. You already told me what your take is that. a little bit. Oh yeah. really, guys? I didn't like Black Panther. Maybe I'll talk about it sometime on the pod. But I really thought it wasn't the best movie. And I think like, but I I can't talk about why without yeah. spoiling you. Like it was a great action-packed thriller. I'm just some major plot problems with it. Yeah, that I think were looked over just because it was such an awesome movie at the same time yeah. with like the graphics and the animations and everything. But man, I hope no one comes at my neck for that. Yeah. Alrighty, now rise. Yeah. Before we move oh. up to rise up, okay. I got to give a shout out to uh, Matthew Torres, who has been he's followed us on Twitter like a true bro, and he has been sending us oh, some yes. fantastic memes true. on Twitter. So I just had to give a shout out to at Sour Graves thirty seven Matthew Torres. For hitting us up with some solid memes, even if they're not going to be featured on the podcast, you made me smile in life. Yeah, a few I will times. throw up the one meme that he sent us that made me laugh. Um, it is, says, "How's my life going?" Mm-hmm. and or "How's life going, me?" And it's a picture of someone with a flat tire, tire like being put onto a. Oh yeah, I do remember that one. Someone with a flat tire being put up onto a pickup truck, and I'm like, okay, that's funny. Then you go to the next one, and the pickup truck itself has a flat tire. <laughs> okay, and then okay, it goes you know onto, what? Um, like. A tow truck, towing a tow truck with a flat tire. That's towing a car with a flat tire, which is fantastic. <laughs> you know what's, uh, I got to give an honorable mention before we end the yeah. meme segment, but it's actually a good lesson here. Sometimes on Twitter, people take jokes too far and too soon, mm-hmm. right? So Stephen Hawking died yesterday. Yeah. We're recording this on Thursday. He died on Wednesday. And I saw a meme and I was, I was not sure what to think about it. And a lot of people were mad about it, but then... I saw something that was pretty funny. Um, so it was Stephen Hawking, and it said Stephen Hawking's oh, last gosh, words no, before no, dying. No, 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 no. And it went, no, 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 let me explain, let me explain, let me explain. It went, dun, 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 like the windows, yeah. right? 
And this is awful. You should not make fun of someone's death. And everyone was getting so mad at this guy for it. And he replied with a quote from Stephen Hawking. And as we all know, Stephen Hawking's an atheist. Yeah. And he basically said, it was a quote that's like, humor is like, humor and love are the only important things in life. If people can't make fun of me, then like, what am I doing? I, I'm not sure if that's the exact quote. In fact, if you keep talking for a second, you can edit this out if you want, Grant. Yeah. But no, I like where you're going You'll see what it. I'm saying. It I was, was just, planning on editing out. But it was a great quote by Stephen Hawking. It was a great quote by Stephen Hawking that's basically like, you know, you guys got to lighten up, even though it's an older quote, but I think it's something he would still stand by and something that he would probably laugh at. I'm not going to lie. Okay, here it is. Life would be tragic if it wasn't funny. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Very true. And that, because he was a funny guy, dude. There was a... I saw an article. There was, I, w- I saw some highlight reel of him being funny and roasting people. Yeah. That's why I think he would enjoy that joke. I really think he yeah, would. Yeah, that is true. Um, I think, like... Because there was one with James Corden, mm-hmm. and he was like, so there's... You're, you're assuming there's so many different universes. And Steve Hawking's like, yeah. He's like, so is there one where I'm smarter than you? And Steve Hawking says, yeah. There's also one where you might be funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. Jeez. I saw it. My goodness. <laughs> I think it was Business Insider who uh, also posted an article uh, after Stephen Hawking died called like Stephen Hawking liked to run over people who made fun of him with his run over people's toes with his uh, thing when they made fun of him or who annoyed <laughs> him. And people got so That's ticked funny. off at them for the article. But like the actual context of the article was like just like kind of highlighting like how this guy like who's dealt like a really terrible hand in life with um, his disease but like he made the most out of it and was like having fun with mm. it by like kind of like playfully like using his chair yeah. in fun ways. And um, exactly. it showed an uh, interview of him and he said like, someone said like, I heard that you've been known to like try to run over people's toes who uh, annoy you. And he's like, that is so true. That is false. Whoever said that and whoever spreads that rumor, I will run over them. <laughs> 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 and so like, it's sick that the dude had a, like a good sense of humor, like while speaking through a computer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty cool. All right, man, time for rise time up. For rise we'll up. Sign off. All right. You... And I got to uh, go watch the Sixers game once again. Sixers are playing the Knicks tonight. Oh, yeah. So, got to watch the it? process. I forget. Yeah, my man, who's a Knicks fan, we're about to whoop you tonight. Yeah. When we post this, we'll know if we whoop them or not. Very true. We'll see. I might edit, have to edit that out for your take, but Tushis. Tusha Sazad, the Knicks are going down. Embiid is going to make a child right, out of Cantor. That's true. Cantor cannot play defense. Anyway, my rise up little quote, what I want to say earlier. I was going to say something else, but I was like, you know what? This is one of my favorite quotes. It's stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know what I'm saying? Stay ready and you don't have to get ready. And that seriously can go with so many different things in life. In fact, we... I'm not going to drop names on this, but we might have a huge, huge, huge collaboration coming yeah. up with a big YouTube channel. And when I was talking with this guy, I was like, oh, shoot, I hope our most recent videos are our good ones. Like, there's good videos up there. Then I realized, nah, man, if I keep every single video fire and 100%, they don't have to worry about what videos the person's looking at. Yeah, of course. they're all fire. You know what I'm saying? Just got to stay yeah. ready. And like that was the thing when um, I was applying for my job and I was showing them some of the videos that we did. I'm sure when you end up applying for a job and you want to show them Rise videos, like I wasn't worried about which ones they saw. Of course, I want to show them one that had a, half a, mil- a quarter of a million views. 
and um just because it's kind of dope mm-hmm. that it wasn't that big but like all of them are fantastic videos i mean i think they're maybe let me rephrase that i think they're very good videos yeah. um and i think they represent what we're able to do well yeah you don't want to toot your own horn but at the same time a very i'm not going to drop another quote on you guys but if you don't believe in yourself no one else will yeah so you know what i mean if i don't think our videos are great then no one will i think they're pretty solid yeah i enjoy our videos especially I'm proud like, of them i enjoy watching the videos that you edit I'm like sometimes you don't show me them before we post them and like it's nice sitting down like just enjoying a well-crafted video and i'm just like dang cheers well, a talented dude the uh thanks dude you know what i forget with the fire breathing video i tried my absolute hardest to keep that a secret from you but i think i told you before i posted it right yeah i was like dude i can't keep it in i breathe fire <laughs> i think it's, I think it's you, I, I, you know why i told you though because i thought my computer was gonna break and i wouldn't be able to export it and it wouldn't go up dang like my computer crashed 15 times while exporting the how to breathe fire how to breathe fire video so i was actually worried that it wasn't gonna happen dang that's wild but that's my favorite video of all time. But yeah, anyway, um, onto my, I don't really have a quote, quote but I have an idea that I want to, um, I know I've touched on this before in previous podcasts, but I think it's really important. It's something that I've uh, been trying to focus on again this past couple week and a half or so. Cause like during the middle of the winter, I just got kind of complacent with a few things and haven't and like let a few things slide and just didn't work as hard as I could. And so we just, we don't know how much it is, but every second that passes, that's a second that we're never going to get back. And so taking mm. the time that we have in our life and trying to make the most out of it and trying to use it all for, yeah, to make the most out of it and make the best, whatever we want to do, whether that's making videos, whether that's uh, studying the universe like Stephen Hawking did, whether that's like mm. bettering yourself in mathematics, learning how to make people laugh and bring joy to people whatever it is, like mm-hmm. use the time as best we can to become as best as we can. Cause at the end of the day, that's, what's going to matter. Like, does it, is it going to mm-hmm. matter that I played that's true, Fortnite man. for three hours the other day with my friends from college? <laughs> no, not in the long run. Yeah. I, I mean, not in the long run, but that's also, you can't, you can't use that. You can't be working 24 oh, yeah. seven too. You have to also enjoy life. I was about to make sense. that a uh, clarification. So. Like I'm down for okay, like an yeah, hour, yeah. hour and a half or so, but like, we got kind of we got right. kind of carried away, <laughs> and it was cool because like it was my friends from college. I haven't talked too much, and like we wanted That's to play this game say, yeah. together, and I it was mean. it was a lot of fun to like hang out and like play this game together. But like at the same time, playing video games for three hours, three and a half hours, it's not the most productive. Dude, use should of my I time. download Fortnite on my new computer? I think you should. Because apparently, yeah. Wait, so is it is Fortnite a team thing? It can be. It can be single. It can be duo. Or it can be squads. And you can have. So wait, so could me and you make a team with people who listen to the podcast? Yes. In theory, dude. I actually the reason so I, I had a, I have it on my Xbox, but I downloaded it on my PC because our dude headphones mm-hmm. from the uh, uh, like he follows on Instagram and he joined our one of our live streams one time. Um, I mean, he's like, yo, like if you have it on PC, we can play together because apparently PlayStation and PC can cross play. Um, wait, really? Yeah, so. I like we could technically no meet way. You, Tyler and Big T and headphones even or someone else. Dude, could all let's do it. Is it hard? Spot. No, I don't think so. Like you're good at aiming. 
Once you I, get, I was worldwide ranked in Team oh, Fortress yeah, too. So I think I'm good at first person shooters on the. I PC. think it might be actually unhealthy for because it's a very it's a very competitive game. It's very addicting because you want to be number one. You want to beat everyone. And uh, dang, so I have to download it. You're saying. I think you should. I think it's. It, I think it's kind of the next Team Fortress too. Because, Ooh. but way more free popular. to play, way more pop. It's as popular as Team Fortress Two was back in the day. Um, it's free to play. I mean, I don't know if Drake was playing it though. Drake was playing it. Drake hopped on Fortnite. Last I saw night. that, which is kind of crazy. That's yeah, crazy. It's random, like, it's wild to like. It's how much pull that um, these large gaming channel or gaming personalities are nowadays. Because the dude who he played with, I just found out about him the other day. Um, I've never really watched his stuff, but his name's Ninja. And he's just, he literally just came up because of the game Fortnite. And now he has 3 million subscribers, which is wild. And he's playing games with Drake. And then like Drake, because he has 3 million subscribers and the dude is one of the most popular dudes on YouTube right now because Fortnite's popping yeah. so much and this dude's popping so much. He's like, yo, I'm going to hop on with this dude because it's good for me so yeah. that's wild alright so speaking of popping I'll wrap up the podcast and I know I talked to you about this a little bit Grant but I'll give the podcast listeners a little preview of what we were talking mm-hmm. about so we just hit 30,000 subscribers which is popping off it's still wild to me <laughs> yeah so what I think we're going to do for the giveaway let me know what you think about okay. this is you guys know we've been we've been hit with the demonetization bug a lot Yeah. and the videos that got demonetized like that got so little views than they normally do so what I was thinking is doing a five deck giveaway and naming it the lost videos. And basically like the videos that got demonetized and got no views in order to enter to win one of the decks, you got to go like that video, watch it and comment it. And you're entered to win one deck. If you want to win two decks, there's another video you can watch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're available to win one deck per. So there's five decks and there's five videos. You can only enter to win one deck and watch one video. You can enter one in three and watch three videos. You can enter one in five and watch five videos. You know what I'm saying? I like that idea. Because it is kind of frustrating for me or for you to spend hours and hours editing a video. It gets demonetized so it doesn't get sent out to anyone and then it gets 900 views. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked it if you had had to like go and click and like and watch all five. But like, I like the idea of like one is entering for one deck, two is entering for a different deck. And what I'm going to say, though, when I think I explain it in the video, is basically, like, I'm not going to tell you which deck is which video. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So there's going to be, like, two tallyhos, an art of cardistry, probably. It all depends on what's still left in the inventory on yeah. the Rise Magic store, right? And But I don't want to put, like, a virtuoso on one video and a tallyho on the other because then people are only going to watch that video. So it's kind of like... I'll know and I'll take a picture of it to keep myself honest ahead of time, which video is which deck. And when we announce the winners, we'll reveal which video had which deck and which one won each video. Gotcha. I like that. I like that a lot. You know why though? Because I really want more people to watch the torch building competition video. That's one of the favorite videos yeah. I've ever made. Yeah, I mean, That one was funny. If you've already watched it and you've already commented on it, your submission's already in. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think even if you've watched already, um, I can sort uh, the age of the comment when I'm selecting. So I would just put, you know, the date of the giveaway. So old comments don't count. Okay. If you want to do that, just because if you have, if you have already seen it, dude, then it's nothing for you to just click on the link and just drop high 
on the video. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's a random comment selection. I'm not picking my favorite comment. Very true. Very true. Alrighty. We'll work it out though. But anyway, appreciate you guys right. if you made it this far. Comment charged up because this battery is not. It died on me earlier. But yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're we're having them comment where they're from, but you can also comment oh, yeah. charged up. Then we know Word, you're really stuck to the last hey, second. Throw charged up for a little so bit of extra. Where you're from <laughs> on rise. <laughs> on our 174 subscribers. Yeah. Let's let's get this channel to a thousand. It'll get there. Don't worry. But all right. Get monetization on this channel because you know what I love? I love getting demonetized on our, on our main channel, so let's get demonetized on this one too. Sure. All right, guys. All right. Chan's going to go and do the sixth one. game. We'll see you guys again next Saturday. But don't forget to check out the tutorial Monday, rise again on Thursday. And you know we're here on Saturday. Yeah. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Peace out.